tape is meant for entertainment purposes only to satisfy emotional and sexual fantasies. Any attempt to act as I do on this tape in, pub in public may be dangerous and neither I or the Order of Dionysus Sabazios can be held responsible. I'd love to be able to go to a party where I can yell out, I want to hear some pervert music. It uh, psychs me up to want to do kinky sexual things. One day in the car when I was uh, not even in kindergarten yet, or maybe I was in kindergarten, I don't remember, I was riding along with my mom and I was sitting on the passenger seat and she looked over at me and gave me a funny look. I don't know how to describe it, but uh, it was because I was, I was touching my dick and uh, holding it. And she said, uh, mothers and fathers don't hold their dicks. Well, she didn't use the term dick because she was a prude back then. And she used tooker or tooks. But she said, mothers and fathers don't hold their tooks. I've got a song in dedication to that. Mothers and fathers. Yeah, I know. Mothers don't have dicks, but what the hell. Mothers and fathers don't hold their dicks. Mothers and fathers don't hold their dicks. Mothers and fathers don't hold their dicks. I could go on doing that all fucking night. Greetings and welcome to Hellcast, the only show saying out now on Hell's Headbangers, the double LP edition of the HHR label compilation, volume number six. It comes with an A2 size poster of the cover art drawn by Antichrist Kramer, all copies on classic black vinyl. Since we, they couldn't afford to hand out the double LPs for free, they're selling them for dirt cheap to cover the manufacturing costs. But if you're going to be a cheap ass, you can download it for free. So if you're interested and you have the cash and you want to be supportive, go to hellsheadbangers.com and search out Compilation Volume 6 and you will find it. If you're a dumb fuck and you cannot spell, it is C-O-M-P-I-L-A-T-I-O-N. V as in Victor. O-L-U-M-E, and the number six. I am Reaper, R-E-A-P-E-R. I am Eddie. Victor, really? Roger? Over and out? <laughs> Douchebag. And because of popular demand from our last episode, having one of the CEOs of Hell's Headbangers on the show, we decided to get one of the other ones. Please give your big round of applause for... Eric. <laughs> Thanks for rolling off. Yay. Yay. Thanks for rolling off the red carpet. Jeez. <laughs> now, Eric is the head honcho that uh, handles the art and layout department of Hell's Headbangers. And I think it is very appropriate to segue 
ourselves into this conversation that I was having with one of our fans about vinyl. We're kind of going into a past thought here. About the time of the late 90s, early 2000s, vinyl really wasn't something that was just a plent- plentiful or just even like kind of... A norm. Uh, yeah. You just didn't even like, to, like a, a metal record on vinyl. Like, I mean, you know, mom and dad have records. I mean, I, I guess... You know, uh, that'd be, that's kind of cool. I mean, you knew what they were, but it yeah. wasn't like anything like collecting. Hell, I remember, it, I mean, it was all about CDs. And, I, you know, when I was I was buying CDs, the website that I would, like, look at CDs on, uh, it had, like, it would say vinyl then. And it'd be, like, considerably more expensive. And, like, it's like, what the hell is that? Like, vinyl? And then I found, as I asked my brother, I was like, what's vinyl? And he told me, he's like, well, it's a, a record. Like, oh, why don't they just say record? I don't know what vinyl is. Like, why do they have to, like, you know, CD? Well, why don't they be, like, you know, plastic, circular plastic? You know, like, the, the, why are they talking what, what, what it's made out of? You know, yeah, exactly. So it's just like, okay. It's like, oh, I, I mean, I guess that'd be cool to buy it. The, as many may know, or people that are just out of the loop, vinyl is big and it's popular. And NBC News is going to enlighten us a little bit more. This is the new musical direction. Upstairs at United Records in Nashville, we found Willie Mason recording a record. Who? That's right, a record, as in a vinyl disc with grooves on it. Oh, really? Sculpture. You know, it's like the the music is actually carved physically into a surface. There's nothing else like that. And your fans want your music on vinyl now? A lot of them do. Yeah. Downstairs at United, the largest vinyl factory in the country, they're running 24 hours a day, six days a week. How many records can you press in a day? Typically, we average about 40,000 records a day. For the fifth straight year, vinyl sales were up worldwide. They still represent less than 2% of all music sales, so they'll never compete with digital. But United's Jay Millar says both have their place. When you want to run, you want to do the dishes, you want to do things where you just kind of want music in the background, that's digital. When you want music in the foreground and you want to really experience the music, that's vinyl. That's well put. I was just going to say, that was very well said. Expanding. <laughs> Vinyl may not save the music industry, but it's definitely saving a lot of stores and bringing a lot of stores back. And it's younger listeners driving the trend. It's a warmer sound, and it's a more active listening experience. No, you don't Major know artists from Lady Gaga <laughs> She's regurgitating what someone told Taylor her. Swift and Adele. Oh, God. They're just jumping sure on the wagon. music is available oh, online mm-hmm. and old school for fans who want both. In our generation, we're... You can buy single songs. For you to sit down and listen to an album all the way through takes, you know, a little bit of effort, I think. It does. Um, but I, I people think, got a busy life I think it's and not around to do it. For these fans, every detail is something to cherish. Kate Snow, NBC News, Nashville. That was a very touching ending, I have to say. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to cry, actually. Yeah. But it was a very good point, and that's where I wanted to go with this. That vinyl is very popular nowadays, and much like you said, Adele, Lady Gaga, and whatever crappy band they listed, is jumping on the bandwagon because there is a market for it. And I think a lot of people are doing that. They're just putting out special editions with special packaging it's all special this and special that because the average joe blow really probably doesn't give a fuck you know if it's just going to be a, a cover and the music that they can download 
as like that guy said, then why the hell would they want anything? So they got to make it special. So it seems like everyone, especially in the metal market, is just coming out with all these special edition things. Like, you know, for the very first time from the original source tapes, out now is, you know, insert band here. And it's just kind of like, well, everything was from the original source tapes. So you're kind of just feeding us bullshit so you can sell it to some kids that don't know what the fuck you're talking about to buy this well, record. If they're going to do it, at least they're pushing a format, you know, that's worth it. Yeah, but I think that, you know, there's labels that are doing it for the sheer fact that these are fans of music and these are the people that really want it rather than just to get a buck. And because they sponsor the show is not the reason why I'm plugging them, but HH is another reason of that. It is is a label that does do it for the real reasons of being passionate about it. I mean, sure, there's a monetary thing to it to keep it going, but there's a dedication, uh, you know, something that you are passionate about. And, and you can sense that, you know, a competing label, they would put out a zillion different colors of it. I think that's an obvious sellout. You're catering to the people, the, the uber dorks like Eddie, that are going to be like, well, fuck, there's like 10 different colors of the same record. I got to buy them all. I mean, well, right? What was the one that midnight <laughs> fucking who put that out? <laughs> and what exactly? So then and that's great. So then. To contradict that, though, people might be thinking, well, well, HH puts out numerous different colors, which is true, but it puts out about three different colors out at a time. Usually a picture disc, your black vinyl, and your colored vinyl. Much like Justin said in the last episode, it's catering to what people want, to, to have what, available. you know, yeah, make but it may- available. Maybe, like... Adele or whoever else, maybe that is what people want these days. Well, I mean, kinda, are they really jumping on a bandwagon, or is it something that, like, somebody, like, I'm not a, really a fan, but, like, Adele sounds like she actually can sing and write a song. Okay. Is she, like, maybe she's sitting there going, hey, let's, I think the way my voice is and the way the music is, let's let's actually put this out on vinyl. And, yeah, maybe it is jumping on a bandwagon going, hey, it's it's hot now, so let's let's seize it. And, you know, so what? You know, if they do, I, I agree. It's very trendy, but it's fucking, it's cool. I mean, when you get a record, everything's bigger. You know, it's it's harder. You know, I can't, I guess our people have record players in their car, but. In this case, because even though it is trendy, it's still, I think, uh, almost a good trend because at least it's not promoting like some type of new format, you know, like digital is a new format or, yeah. you know, it's a new wave that like a lot of people are like, some people rebel against it. Some people love it. Um, and it but makes vinyl, it easy to steal. Vinyl is an old format. At least if it's going to be, or there's something trendy, at least it's about an old format that still has life in it and it's still going. Even if the mainstream guys are going to do it and put Adele or whatever on it, fuck it. I mean, who cares? I mean, uh, <laughs> it's not exactly a problem, but it is a problem to the people that are trying to truly collect it because there's labels out there then putting out and cashing in then because there's different things that you could do if you download something bam you have it in the download sense if you do a record they could do a blue colored vinyl i mean what the you're you're giving me like this blank face you know all about it motherfucker i I, I don't understand your point like what's my point point is because how many variations of a download can you do maybe a shittier quality to a a better quality (laughs) but i mean a a record you can do well this one's on the blue vinyl this one's on the gray vinyl this one's a picture disc this one wipes your ass for you this one how many many people do that and how many bands do i do that for not very many i'm not saying and that and i'm not attacking i'm not you're you're, i I know it's not me but i'm just saying to it but when i'm not a victim it's a choice i make you know what i mean well we're, we're all big people and you know how many times have 
I, I sat there and like on, well, the picture disc of this looks really good, but I know I've had, like, especially from H8, picture discs down there actually play on like some of the <clears throat> larger made in England bands that <laughs> play their picture disc and that's hallowed be thy, hallowed be thy, hall-. but anyway, so now it's like, well, all right, fuck, do, do I really need a picture disc and the black vinyl? Maybe part of that was yeah. me jumping on the hype, like, fuck, I want all this shit, but like the point I'm making and you clearly distinguished it that you're a big person you can make your own decisions but a lot of people Can't. are cluster fucked and they they just they're obsessive and they have to get it while Can't make hh happy. sells a lot of that shit so i'm not saying don't do it <laughs> <laughs> the reality of it is that a lot of labels the bigger ones aren't doing it because they're passionate about it and this is no. the medium that people the you know true collectors true music fans want it's because well fuck records really like are eight tracks gonna come back too like we can make money off this shit so we're gonna like you know they're gonna amp it up and they're and everything is coming out i mean just look at it you have so many different uh, perspectives on the vinyl you have some people are just like you know that's the only format they spin and that's how it, they don't care if they just it just you know black record in a cover insert they, you know they're happy other people they're all about uh, how what the vinyl offers versus you know a cd does not yeah um some people are picture disc only people it's just color vinyl only like some people think the sound difference between the colors and the picture disc i mean there you have all these variables and i'm not insulting people that are adele fans or something the little girls I, that want to get in it i'm insulting the, the label label that yeah. are just doing it for a profit you yeah. know just putting out a bunch of different colors because of that again to where well well you know well hh does it or whatever like hh okay hh does put out various different colors like like you said midnight there's like a zillion different colors of the satanic royalty well, there's represses done each color kind of represents the repress mm-hmm. uh whether or not someone feels the need to collect all of them uh it's, sorry it's, i mean but, but it's, yeah, it's cool because it's mean, like well i got the blue well that was that was yeah the i mean it kind of well, makes it black. unique was, you know yeah. i mean that's my mentality to vinyl is un- it's unique or make it unique. That was always our mentality is when you're doing a diehard and it's something special. It's, it's, I own the album and I own something special now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like I, I have the clear version. Well, that was the first pressing. Well, I've got the yellow. That was yeah. second. Well, I got black. That was third. At least it makes it easier to, if you're, you know, some total Selling dork about pressing. Writer. Yeah. 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 You know what? Like, well, there's a little more documentation. You, yeah. And then I bet as time goes on with stuff like that, there's the folklore is going to fuck it all up. Well, the clear was first. No, no, no. Yellow was first. No, I think red was first. <laughs> Perhaps. I, I, it and, creates a little bit of a clusterfuck, but I mean. I, I, but I think it creates. Well, interest, the other you know, thing. Interest, yeah. And, and people Collect, get, collector, collectors. Uh, yeah. Drive. When they put out the vinyl. Like I just like I said earlier, they'll put it as an advertisement, mastered from the original sources or something. It's like for someone that doesn't know, doesn't understand how audio and shit works, they're seeing that and they're going, "Fuck, that's gonna sound amazing." Realistically, it's the, the CD and everything else. What, where the fuck do you think that came from? Right, the duplicate? Like, no, it's the fucking it's, the, it's yeah. the same goddamn tape. The only thing that they did is they didn't take the master to it. They specifically went back to the the unmastered version and mastered it properly to well, that they, medium. And that's something that drives me up the wall. And so down. the shit that you can get away with it on digital doesn't work on vinyl you can't just take a cd audio right. and put that on a record it's not going to work right so it's digital just... but then the other thing that they do is come up with a great elaborate packaging as justin from hell's headbangers is on he said he felt that hell's headbangers was partially responsible in almost introducing that again that hey 
Records are cool, and you can do a lot of cool shit to it. Where one could be like, well, Hell's Headbangers, if they're the ones that are responsible, then I guess they're cashing in on it. Where I say no, because is more of an art form, I believe. But someone that could confirm that is it art form or is it cash in would be the guy that actually came up with the layout would or be Eric, as Justin introduced last time. Right. Your responsibilities of the la- label are to do the layouts. Right. No, you, you put it well. It was an art form. Yeah, it was... Uh, you love that record and that band and you just... I don't know. You had an, uh, an idea that came with it. I remember the first one we did was Nunslaughter Burn the Cross. Uh, it was a die-cut cover. We had uh, a cross punched out with flames and uh, then inner sleeve, uh, you know, you put it in and have like the flame background to it. Um, I did all the die cut work on that one. And I, die cut's a special shape cut rather than just, you know. Correct. Psh. It's a special press and it has a, um, a, uh, a die with blades on it that, you know, cuts out uh, a shape or whatever in, right. in paper. Uh, and I used to run one of those machines. And uh, having access to that machine, I just would get so many ideas of what, you know, what we could do. I did all that on my own time. I do I do my shift, clock out, and then uh, I'd run these jobs. You know, they just they were okay with it because it was in between work when they were slow or whatever, and they were they were fine with that. You know, back to the point of doing it, it was just uh, again, it was just all came out of passion and just I don't know art really. I mean, I, there was no other motive to it. We weren't making big money off it. We it was some a lot of it was diehard editions, a hundred or tops too. You know, that was it, and the rest were that because we knew there was only a handful of people that would want to even pay for it. And, or even want it you know i i felt like who wouldn't want this too bad we can't do them all like that yeah um we knew in reality not everyone could afford it either some people just don't care so we always accommodate for both all the different crowds we can you know uh i don't know we just continue to keep doing that or, or try to as much as we can because a lot of that as justin explained last time was all done by hand you know it was a lot of people thought it was really cool what we were doing but you don't realize how much work went involved in that stuff is yeah, when he was saying too, you know, a lot of people almost was just like, you know, this isn't like a, uh, you know, a puzzle. This isn't like a, a toy. It's a record. Right. You know, I want to listen. Yeah, to exactly. Damn thing. Well, that's why we did, you know, only one hundred two, and the rest were just, you know, regular version. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought we made, you know, both crowds were happy. You know, we didn't do that with every record. Uh, we did it with just the ones we either had an idea with it, ones that we felt that we could sell to. Because I mean, hey, at the end of the day, we we do need to sell this product. I mean, we want to all those profits go towards making more records i mean that's how we funded everything was well i should say we funded everything from our own pockets and then eventually it, it, it tapered off when you know more records are coming out and then people are buying them and then profits get sunk fun- funneled back in so yeah you know I, I can honestly say everyone's support is what made us where we're at today i mean without it you know that's what we wouldn't have been there yeah of course um plus i i love doing art and art pro you know anything artistic you know it was just a great way to express uh, that you like a record and how you perceive it uh i remember the, one of the next ones that came soon after that that i really admire still to this day was the non-slaughter hemorrhage i remember when we got that split it was just like what a great combination you know i love both of those bands it's like what's the first thing that came to my mind was just like just blood and 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 metal and and i, I don't mean audio i mean like you know physical objects you know yeah of just, course i was like what can i play with some type of metal metal objects you know and uh saw blades is the first thing that came out my mind you know and then it was just all the logistics of figuring things out was always difficult from every diehard it was just like okay well uh, how do you get them to stick to a cover i gotta first i gotta die cut this cover how do i print just a hundred of these covers then i need to put logos on that saw blade how do i get you know something to print on there so i had rubber stamps made you know and i stamped them all on there and then what do you use for blood that's going to last over time or it's going to stick on there so i melted uh, red crayons and i drizzled them on there you know it's just 
all these little things to make up just one copy. Right. It's like, so, you know, a hundred is all I wanted to do anyways, <laughs> you know, so. But something cool that you guys have done, like just recently, there's a meal, it's a mile. Zemiel? It's Zemiel. Zemiel. Yeah. That's the correct, that's Zemiel. Yeah. According to the band, that's the correct pronunciation. Zemiel, which is Zemiel. Greek for demon, right? That's what he said. Yeah. So, but you did that CD with the special cover. Yes. I was really, I was really thrilled about that. And, Elaborate though. What's the special about the CD? Go ahead. Dave. For the well, people that got, don't know, it's like got a black. They want to get it? <laughs> oh. That's right. At Hellsetbangers like It's an opaque, solid black jewel case with a, a silver foil uh, logo on the front of the on the actual case. That's cool. And the track listings on the uh, stamp on, on the, the back, back too. Yeah, like that. So it, it worked really well for that album because. It you know there was a lot of um, like space and it was a lot of mm-hmm. dark in the layout so it just really you know just complemented it very well. You don't see many black jewel cases. At all. Well, actually, you don't see many color jewel cases at all. I think one of the main no. reasons is one, uh, they're hard. To, believe it or not, a color jewel case is kind of hard to find. And well, secondly, I think too, no one wants to use them. <laughs> well, and they, a lot of people don't want to use them because if they break, now you have to replace, replace them. And right. we actually have that problem now. <laughs> yeah, you know, I got to get a damaged one. Okay, can you replace it? Well. Sorry, man, we don't have extras. I mean, you got to have to purchase the whole color copy again, or we got to work something out. I mean, that's it sucks when that happens. And we knew that going in, but, you know, it was such a cool idea. And I wish we could have done for all the copies, but they were just too expensive to make, and neither wants to buy them again. Again, you have both crowds. You have the people that they don't care what the really or they, they care what the price is but you know they're willing to get you know pay the extra money for the the cool format because they want to document their collection yeah with that. and other people are you know they're fine with just the basics and both sides are fine there's no right or wrong to it it's just uh you know again we're just we're just per, we're just a provider and just just putting out what we think is great and and luckily there's a lot of people out there that that agree and and follow what we do and support it and thanks <laughs> well, and I think one of the questions that may have gone unanswered, if anyone was even wondering uh, from talking to Justin last time, the cra- I think the overall craziness of how elaborate the packaging for the HH releases were as opposed to now. I mean, you know, like you said, the, the, the Zamile is a really cool packaging, but it's Zemiel. almost... Zemiel. 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 Man, I thought I was good. I thought I got it. According to... Yeah. I guess it's either Zemiel or uh, Zemiel. He says it's supposed to be Zemiel, but most Zemiel. a lot. Of, he says he says a lot of um, uh, Americans call it Z- Zemiel. Okay, he says like I guess, Zemiel. I guess he's buddies with the uh, Epsu guys, and they so they call Zemiel. It Zemiel. 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 Okay. Zemiel. So the Zemiel though yeah. it, that that is an example of a, a recent one, but it, it isn't as crazy as say like you know uh, the a more Bosodad Manicor where it's like almost a you know, oh. pop up book almost. I think like, it was a nightmare making. But what what is the lack of such craziness and the elaborate packaging? Like, well, why is that kind of? Uh, we've kind of just gone with the times. You know, at at that time, I was working at the print shop and doing HH, so I had the uh, the facility to do it and the uh, the means because a lot of these packagings. This is kind of one of the reasons you never saw them, at least in the underground era. Um, is because you weren't affordable to make. You go to have a die, a special die made. It's X amount of dollars, and then you know to have only f- a couple hundred or even five hundred run. It's still going to cost you, and then you have to all those covers. You have to glue them up by hand because you can't put those on machines. They're going to get torn up in there. 
So you have handwork costs and stuff. So by at the end of the day, it'd be unsellable to the average customer. I mean, if anyone ever thought our diehard editions were expensive as is, they would have been even more expensive if you had an official fulfillment company doing all that work for you. So we just did all that handwork ourselves, and we saved a lot of cost. But now we could pay to have it done, but it's just going to be really expensive, you know? It almost it's unaffordable. Yeah, and sometimes, too, it's just not every record needs to be that elaborate either. It was just kind of if we had a cool idea that went with it, we did it. And we, and we thought we, we could uh, people would be into it and want to sell it, then we did it. We didn't just tore it out because we could, mm-hmm. uh, or, you know, we felt like every record has to be, you know do that. We just... Like you know what this record, I think this would be really cool with that. Let's let's, let's do that. You know, or can we do it? What's the expenses? How much is it going to look at? Do we think anyone's going to want to spend that much for this record? I mean, you got to you know you got to be realistic. The first one we took a big chance on was that Nunslaughter Hemorrhage because I remember it was a ten dollar, ten or twelve dollar seven inch and and Chase, uh, he was just <laughs> the other was, owner of Hell Subbangers. Yeah, he was really skeptical on whether or not you know anyone want to pay that much for a seven inch. I was like. Yeah, it's high, but I was like, I don't know. This is just really, really cool. I mean, who wouldn't? I mean, it's only hundred copies. You get a saw blade with. It. It's, I was like, it's, <laughs> yeah. a, it's a damn saw blade. These these saw blades alone cost me seven fifty uh, oh, wow. a blade. Yeah, like, no one realizes how much that stuff actually costs. It's like those diehards, we make maybe a maybe a dollar or so off, and not much more because it was just a matter of like, I just want to do something cool to just to say we did it and you know as long as we make our money as long as we make our money back that's what i was mainly happy about that's all i cared about as long as we make our money back i don't want to lose i just want to at least break even or make a buck or two that's how, how do you feel like when you when you see like diehards like for that you're like we made a buck or two and then you see them like on ebay going for somebody paid 127 dollars for you know the i don't care i i i enjoy the fact that people have known that we we've done it and being the guy that actually did that work i mean i just you know I, I, being the creator of it I, I don't know it's just it's it's actually kind of flattering to see that there's that much value to it i guess is a better way to answer your question eddie yeah um it's kind of flattering to see that the, it actually goes for high value because i had no idea i mean I, I just thought it was a cool idea and I, I like artistic things and i just really wanted to express that on a record i mean you know, and how about like when you glad, do, you, glad I could sell it? <laughs> yeah, would, would, I mean, do you ever get concerned, like uh, not as much with the saw blade, but like worship destruction with a fucking needle with real blood in it? Actually, we were very, do we that were very filth. Yeah, that was a, that was a little risky. We were. Uh, that's why we put the uh, <laughs> obnoxious label on there. Real blood, real needle. Don't, don't be, be a dumb, dumb fuck. Because really, because when we were talking about it, we we're like, that's how we were talking to each other. We we're like, I don't know. I really want to do this, but like, I just don't want anyone to be a dumb fuck about this, you know? And they're like. Just put the put that put that on a sticker, then you know, call it out. I mean, come on, hazardous waste. Like, come on, people, let's let's do these cool ideas, but don't be stupid here. Don't be sticking yourself in needles. Don't play around with this thing. We're we're not we're not chintzing you here. We got we got these are real blades, real blood. Uh, I just think there's a yeah. way more nice way of saying it. Well, sorry if we hurt your feelings. <laughs> or or you like know? the latest, Nick, like we do on, Hell's, on Hellcast. You know, we're really nice about that. We are. We're very yeah, like, yeah, we're understanding never, to other people's. Pets. No, I, I was thrilled about that one. I was thrilled about that Necrofilth one. Uh, Which one? The the worship destruction or the latest one? Actually, both. Actually, the oh man, that was a lot of work doing that second one too. Again, I've. I've had like zero to no help out of putting these together over the, in the past. Uh, really, the only one I've ever had like help with was the very first one, Burn the Cross. It was myself, Chase, and Justin, and then uh, Don from Nunslar. We all just sat at our parents' kitchen table and put all those covers together yeah. and <laughs> scrapped them all out. <laughs> That's freaking great. Yeah. You know, in a way, though, I mean, I almost kind of do sit back like, HH is the only one really doing any of that shit like who's putting vomit well, no, or ha- maggots on their record like or inside oh, who's, who's doing that shit boy you're really jogging some memories now yeah that one that one's definitely probably i should say just the worst to work on that maggot one 
That, that was non-slaughter, was wasn't it? Yeah, it was non-slaughter. It was non-slaughter seven inch, and it had maggots inside, inside the record. That That's was so great. difficult for me to to engineer. Because again, they my, looked like Rice Krispies. I want these Rice Krispies, dude. Right I, what do you mean? I, I made so. No, much, no, I'm saying that's oh, what it reminds me of. <laughs> it does? Yeah, I don't know why I look at that. And I'm like, oh, I, I mean, I was, I was going for every effort to avoid that. No, it crisp. looks like it looks like maggots, but okay. it reminds me of Rice Krispies. Not, not that I ever, here's, crisp. here's a little education for you. Those are not. Those are considered grubs, not maggots. Oh, it's messed up. I don't want it. Fuck. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm getting rid of my copy. Well, a maggot. A maggot. Yeah, it looks it like It says pizza. maggots. That's the name of the record. I mean, we got grubs. That's, well, that's how the bait shop, you know, is like. So you mean bog people wasn't made from actual people from the bog? Sorry, Eddie. Fuck. We had to cut, we had to, we had to cut some corners on that one. I redirect all statements. This company's doing it for the money. <laughs> right. No well, artistic. No, I, mean, I, I didn't mean consideration that. Consideration at all. I didn't mean it looked like rice cream. It, Our new it sponsor. It's it's like I just am well. Like, here was ah. the here was the engineering thoughts on the maga one. First, it started off. No, no, no. The fucking grub one. The grub one. Yeah, the grub. Get one. it right now. Our new sponsor, by the way, is Century Media. I wrestled the bear once. You guys are awesome. Thank you for the interview. <laughs> no, it was, it was it was that was the thought process. Like, okay, let's do uh, something with maggots, and we're like. Well, how are we going to do that? I mean, it just let's do some rice, you know. It's like because he looks so close. Like, That's just half ass. Well, apparently, know? the answer was grubs. Grubs. Yeah. Well, eventually, because it was I don't just know like, what the grub is exactly. You know, we just I do now. Is it like a midge? Well, when I was <laughs> looking at Rice Krispies, <laughs> <laughs> when you looked into bait like. shops, I just found something better because it was just like, well, what can we make that was just? I just want this to be like vile looking at the end, and it was. It was vile in the process. The whole it is. place it was also tasty. It's it just stenched like the it smelled like the deceased. I mean, it just we had the windows open we had incense going it just smelled so bad when we were working on that record and it was and it took i remember exactly 24 minutes a record to do one of those holy shit yeah to just to do one and we had let's see one five people working on that and we had a little like assembly line like i was like uh smashing the maggots another person was separating them another person put them through their laminator <laughs> another person pulled up the covers i mean it was just a whole assembly process <laughs> so i shouldn't play frisbee with mine like i've been doing then you know if reincarnation hey, really exists imag- imagine being that maggot then that's just fucking laminated <laughs> it's some, <laughs> some assholes of a fucking record collection <laughs> and then like when he reincarnates into like a person someday the maggot. i gotta say hey, hey, there I am. Looks like me. but you then again it was a grub so you know what i'm really proud of too that, that that record really stood over time even i was really worried that they were going to be dried up and just like be nothing left I was just looking at it the other, you know, too recently, and it's they're still intact and it's preserved. <laughs> hey, if you give a shit, you guys, you can figure it out. <laughs> well, that's, that's, what, a, that's, that's still a record. I, with I guess shit that's in it. Still, you know, it was a, it was kind of a, a long Please answer don't. to your question, but no. it was just that's what I mean. It was just you know, I really cared about what we were doing and and, and doing it uh, the best we could, and mm-hmm. so it's like every diehard edition, you know, I, I thought them through the best I could. I would I do all these like little tests and samples to see if this worked or that didn't work, just to make the best record I could, you know, and. Uh, yeah, that's that's that.
I don't know the rest. <laughs> yeah, so uh, downloads. Downloads, yeah. So talking about vinyl. Figure that one out. <laughs> well, it was oddly enough, last night I was having a, a Jeff Hayneman uh, moment at my house. I never heard of Watching him. DVDs. Showing No Mercy was a an album I had on tape. And I think I had a record of it, but imagine those douchebags that have only heard it, or maybe they're not douchebags, it's, but they've only heard it via MP3 download. <laughs> what, what a way to get to the topic. <laughs> um, well, um, 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 download. Right. <laughs> what? <laughs> I tried. <laughs> we were talking about vinyl, and uh, we watched a video by NBC, and the man had stated that we're in an age where you have so many avenues to listen to music, and a lot of people are looking like, vinyl records? They still exist? Like, why would you get, buy a record when you could just download it? I love it? everyone's reply, like, they never it, heard it, of the format, you know? Yeah, or like, they, like, you still tell them, like, yeah, you sell records, or you're pressing records? I, I was records? working with a What's a record? Huh? I mean, you know what a record is. Come on. Yeah. I, I was I was on a working with a guy. We were in, staying the night in Hollywood. The whole day, I was like, hey, I'm going to the record store. and I go buy some records. I show up back to, to work to get on the van, and I've got a bag of records. And he goes, I thought you were buying CDs when you said records. I said, I said I was buying records. Why would I buy fucking records? You know what's like, funny? They still <laughs> sell those. That's, that's, that story is funny for two reasons, because... Most listeners don't know your other job, so they just heard your story as... I was in Hollywood and I was with another guy and we were <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about that as I was saying since I know it yeah, I wasn't thinking like that <laughs> separate hotel room <laughs> that's it paid for by the I'm company just, it's funny because we, we know you <laughs> right <laughs> I'd like to think it was option D <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but records are around and well, and as the guy had stated, as an though, option D. <laughs> when you want to truly have a music collection, you resort to records. But where you want to have it, like you're in the car, you're running around the block, trying to not be a fat ass anymore, and you want to jam, you resort to downloads. That's really the way I always looked at it. I was like, you know, that, that's that's what I justified the means of downloads to be even be acceptable as a format really because i mean realistically like if i download something nine times out of ten it's just to check it out you right. know and now that right. they, they shut down all those like media share sites which for good reason so people can't just download it and like oh i got it like that's not my mindset like i have it on my computer i i listen to it i was like man i really like that but i'm just like i don't have it like i gotta get that you know how many times you know when you buy like say pre-order something and, and they're like we'll email you the the digital copy and, and you get it and you're like yeah this is cool but i can't wait to get the fucking vinyl or even the cd and you know since i travel a lot that's why part of the reason why i'm partly nerd because stuff i really like i want to have on vinyl you're fully nerd and cd you know so i can put the cd in my car yeah. or i can put it onto my computer you know plug the cd in because that's a hell of a lot easier than spinning a record and downloading yeah, it. Yeah. Until they build a car that has a record player in it. I don't think, uh, you know. They might. They actually have. I've seen that. But Seriously? Yeah, yeah. I've seen, like, I mean, custom fucking cars and shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Know? But even listening from my phone to my iPad, iPod, whatever the fuck it is. I have both, I guess. And then to my laptop, you hear this, like, different kind of just the way it's EQ'd and compressed and the way it comes out of your digital thing. And it's like, why would you want to listen to that? When you, when you go home... Or it's your buddy's house or wherever, and you're, you're spinning records, or even just CDs. Why would you want that tinny compressed coming out of these 
grandiose speaker sound systems that some of these people have, and they're like, "This is my MP3 collection." There's no dynamic There's anymore. None. It's it's so flat. It's so just because un- people want everything really loud. So what they do is that they, they just with the digital thing like a CD or a download, they master it where it's just really loud. So they just take everything. You know, if you go on a bass drum and you go, "Boof." Well, that waveform is going to be fucking huge. Yeah. But if you're whispering to that, and that's what the vocals are supposed to do, you got to make that loud enough so you compress it. That way it's level, so you just mush it all fucking down. But then the, it compensates the sound of it. There's no it takes the- decay of it. or like you know, A, a drum set's going to ring still, but if you just fucking hammer that, it's going to ring really long because all you're going to hear is every fucking intricate detail. Like that dude that was like, when you listen to Hellcast, it sounds like you guys are eating a sandwich. It's like, well, the compressor was really heavy because, you know, <laughs> you hear the smacking of our lips and shit, you know? Right. And and that's kind of like sometimes I cringe when I hear uh, get such and such record remastered. And it's like, uh, uh, I don't know if I want to hear that. Like, oh, God, that's good. <laughs> For any of those at home listening, uh, Reaper had a big cock in his mouth. So I'll do. It's mine. <laughs> He's got a deaf mute guy here that is blind. <laughs> He lets him run his fingers through his hair while he's totally getting off the subject of downloads. (laughs) (laughs) I'll download that. You did download it right there in your gullet. (laughs) But the the, the vinyl, I feel that uh, whether or not be the sound quality that's jeopardized or not, download and CD are both digital and the record's analog. In that example, that would mean that the... Uh, sound quality is compensated on CD and download as opposed to vinyl. Right. To where I'm saying is I don't feel fulfilled that I own something unless I either buy a CD or a vinyl. And I'm back and forth on whether or not I'll buy both, I'll buy one or the other, you know. Depends on the band, depends on the format. Like if it's an awesome vinyl, like with a like the macabre uh Dahmer. It's like I don't even know if there was a CD of that. I don't think you guys yeah. did that. Well, no, we, we didn't did. do it. No, that's yeah. yeah. But like that, that was a no brainer. That was just like just that's got to be a vinyl because it's just so ridiculous. Like record. Well, yeah, and that's what's cool about you know a collection. You know, it speaks to you in different ways. You know, some people just want like you said. You know, just have a the CD version, have them both, have just the vinyl. Uh, you know, speaks to everyone in different ways. You know, and it's. Uh, to each their own about what they want to collect, how they want to play, what uh, whether it means to play it. Uh, I think it's most important that you're, you know, you have the availability to listen to music, whether it be in your car or on yeah. your headphones, when you're traveling and such, or if you're if you are at home, you have that luxury to play records all the time. Uh, more power to you. You know, not everyone you know has that means, right? Because at the end of the time. day. It's yeah, not at the end of the day, you can you can be as cold as you want, but you, you, unless you're at home, you can't spin a record. Yeah, I mean, you can't spin a record at the office. You can't spin it on the road. You can't. Shit, if I had an office job, I'd have a fucking record player. <laughs> well, okay, but I'm just saying, the, <laughs> you know, the majority of people do not have that that luxury to do yeah. so. So yeah, be all as cold as you want about vinyl, but you know, unless you have the time to spin it, or you know, you don't, or the means, I should say, you're a CD person or. Now it's kind of the digital thing. It's it's a convenience thing. The only thing I don't, I, I just don't want you know the convenience to be too much of just a way of getting away from formats. You know, it's yeah. just uh, way it's, away from collecting. Collecting, or, yes, collecting. Yeah, unless music's that bad to where it's not even worth collecting anymore. Which I mean, there is an abundance of music now to where I guess there are you know a lot of bands that are not good. So 
it's pushed people to be skeptical about buying. You know, they want to check things out now or download this because they're like, there's so much music they're not into. You know, so they're just because like, everybody and their brother can go record. But it's right. not even download anymore. It's like stream it the whole album for free, like yeah. Bandcamp. I mean, I do it with Crucify Mortal stuff, or even HH does it with you know releases. Like you can sit there and jam that thing so for all you cheap fucks out there you can just sit there and jam it over and over and over streaming don't even have to download it for free right anytime just just go to that link again the thing about downloads and mp3s or whatever even if it's wave files or whatever it's so easy to to just steal and give to your friends which i I think that's there's not as much effort to make yeah like say say the guys like black mariah they they they, those guys friended me on facebook i never heard of them and, you know, I bought a couple CDs because one got lost in mail, blah, blah, blah. But it's like the extra CD I gave to Eric. I would feel awful if I burnt a CD of that. I mean, I can honestly say, I mean, anytime I've gotten a burned CD from someone, which is not often, it's like, you know, you check it out. It's just like, okay, this is my uh, my copy to check out. And then if I dig it, I'm going to go buy it. It's just a generation thing, I think. You know, at least that's what I'm starting to notice now that I'm finally getting older, even though it's like it's it's weird to look back that I'm actually gotten older. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I finally realized that I've, I think I've, you know, I have my own generation, so to speak, because I saw internet coming around, you know, when before that got huge and, and the norm, you know, to check out stuff and yeah. everything was digitalized and everything. Prior to that, you want to check out bands. It's it's magazines. You or you know you go to the record store. You start thumbing through stuff. You read thanks lists. You look at what uh, you know if, if there was a band you liked. You look what shirts they're wearing. Or uh, or if if you're lucky enough to meet bands going to shows, you talk to them. You know, who you listen to. I mean, it's all about communication. Where you know now everything's so streamlined and pushed in your face. You know, there's less communication. There's more just sharing this, sharing that, and yeah. And like it on this, Facebook. like this, and thumbs but up. But don't even fucking listen to it, you know? I but like it. I guess it's kind of a necessity since there's so such an, an overkill of music. No matter what generation you are, anything new is kind of hated, and it takes a while to be embraced or confused. It, it takes time to process and, and be accepted or be rejected. When CDs were primary, it was like, you know, you had the vinyl people, which is probably like my parents and such, and then CDs were coming around, coming around. You know, they're huge, and, and then... I remember there was a point where it was like mini CDs are always being talked about. Oh, mini CDs are going to be like... And that like did nothing. Like, like, oh, yeah, they start coming around like, holy shit. I'm like, I got a lot of CDs already. Are mini CDs going to replace this now? I got to have to buy a new player. Am I going to have to replace my collection? This sucks. Look how small it is. I can't see a cover on that. Well, you can't, I'm not going to be able to read lyrics. I mean, what, who the fuck wants a mini CD, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, uh, you know, anytime I talk to like any people, it's like, so what do you think of this mini CD thing going on? You think that's going to take over CDs? You know, there was... I'm glad I went nowhere because I still have that opinion. It's like, how the hell am I going to read lyrics that shit how am i gonna look at a cover i mean i totally forgot about that I, exactly CDs. i'm glad they went nowhere you know <laughs> i but still have a few i have like a an old metallica one or uh i the beholder little fucking mini cd and nunsauter did a mini cd didn't they they did but again i mean anytime i've seen a like relapse did one i remember and again anytime you get a mini cd wow that's cool how small to, it is this cover sucks what is it it's just like a, it's like a, a web thumbnail and it's how like, many you know, players actually play it all of them, actually. If you look at a CD tray, how it has like that inner groove. Well, yeah, that'll play it. But that's I'm, the CD. Yeah. But if you have like like my oh, computer, yeah, you, you like, can't I put can't, it on you your. Can't oh slide yeah, it like in. a like a car loader or something. You slide it, just it doesn't, into. Again, it's it, for some reason I get it. I don't feel like I own the format. Yeah, maybe it's about size. Maybe. Well, what did they know. put out on? What could they put out on mini CD? Because you can't. You only fit like ten minutes of music. Probably do e- yeah, EPs and stuff. It's great it's for that stupid. purpose. But it's it's very stupid. Everyone's sitting. See, that's the problem. They're looking for the new. If you really think about it, you know. It's interesting. I don't remember how we were talking about it, but 
It doesn't matter. <laughs> it never does. Well, no. It just spawned the thought again that, uh, I, you know, I kind of view digital again, almost kind of like the modern version of EPs. Because if okay. you think about it, EPs, the purpose of them was a promotional tool, really. It's like to get you amped up for the album. And by which of EP, you mean like the 45 or like, you know, like going really old school, the 50s, like, you know, for the jukebox and shit to play the singles. Correct. Correct. Or yeah. Radio. Or, yeah. Right. It was always meant to promote an, al- an upcoming album and get people amped up for it. It's like, here's the hits. Here's that. You that know? is a good point. You know, I, like I still can remember going to stores and buying just, you know, those slimline CDs and it was just like four tracks, you know, whether it be, you know, you know, I didn't really understand their purpose at the time. I was young and just like, I don't give a shit. I like that band. I'm checking this out. I was like, it's cost less. Usually it's like eight bucks is mini CD or whatever. Right. I, you know, that's, uh, when I was a kid though, I mean, 45s, that was that I always saw that as for the people that didn't want to buy the, the whole record and literally record not or, or tape. Cause I remember being a young kid. This is going to really make me look like, a fucking douche, but I, I don't know how old no, it works out well that we have different generations. Here. I, I, I was I was pretty young, and I remember Eye of the Tiger came out because of the Rocky movie, and like my dad and I wanted. Yeah. I was like, I got to get that song, and so we went to the record store, and uh, I was looking for the record, found the single, and I'm t- I'm looking at my dad. I don't want the single. I want the whole record. Couldn't find the record, so we got the tape. So I had the tape, and I listened to the whole thing. I was like. That's the only good song on this. And, that's when it, and honestly, that's when it dawned on me. There were some bands that that's, that's how it was. And that's and honestly, that was a very character-building... You guys probably don't think I have character, but that, that made me realize that it was like, man, these bands that I act... Like Iron Maiden and Judas Priest and Van Halen back then, um, when it was David Lee Roth, Van Halen, you know, like... When I could sit down, as a, even as a kid, and listen to a tape front to back or a record, spin it front to back... I was like, man, these are the bands that are really fucking good. That Survivor band, Eye of the Tiger, that was a cool song when I was a kid. And then you realize, you're like, fuck. And I think that's where 45s and stuff like that came from. It was, it was either because the bands, they knew they weren't going to sell the whole album. They more or less kicked or out. Or they more, was, yeah, they more or less kicked out quality instead of quantity. Right. <laughs> yeah. and, and they, or they, they knew there was people that were like, I just want this song. Well, that's and fine. That, and yeah, that's, that's fine. True. Yeah, that is fine. Yeah. And at least they weren't stealing the, you know, the. And yeah. I mean, I mean, it, downloads being moderated in its own way and it's sold and such. I mean, for me, for downloads, I always just put this scenario. You know, you're like, I don't know, you're at a, a friend's house or something. Like, so what's new? You know, got the new Dawnbringer album. Pretty sweet. You want to check it out? Yeah, sure. Click, 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 click. click. Your, yeah. <laughs> like, what are you doing to your computer? It's got to power up first, brah. Then you come in, click, click, click. Dawn Bringer. Go to the D section and then click, like, yeah, look at those folders, dude. Manoa folders on the. Hey, wait, desktop. they downloaded the art you know, one, like, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And here's, and here's the cover. Yeah, dude. the color of my so screen's awesome. a little screwed up because I have a. <laughs> it's like, PC. yeah, yeah. Jamming, out really your, some, jamming out your desktop speakers. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Like, no, they have no bass. It sounds or like plastic, yeah. <laughs> I just never understood the value of it. My girlfriend and I will watch. We have a subscription to Netflix, and usually anything that like, you're like, I want to watch that. I'm really in the mood for it. You look on Netflix, they don't have it. See, the only other way is like, all right, well, let's check Amazon. You got to pay for Amazon per whatever you find and we search it out and bam they have it or it'd be like sometimes like you can rent it and watch it for 48 hours for 2.99 it's like or it's like buy it it's like well let's think this out ten dollars to buy it am i getting a fucking dvd no i'm getting a download 
I ain't buying shit. I'm getting a fucking download. Wait, that's going to go on my PS3 to where? I don't know. That you so can if never I ever bring it to your friend's house. To I watch. can never bring it to my friend's house. I don't know where the fuck it it's goes just, on it, the goddamn machine. It's not machine. a piece of property you own. Yeah, it's like you know? it's like an idea. It's not, it's not very it's not a very tangible thing. We view ourselves as real music fans. Like fuck yeah, I want I want to hold that. I want to hold the record, the CD, whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, I but wanna, old, I older generations could say the same thing about uh. Because uh, all they knew is vinyl or maybe even eight right. tracks and cassettes and all that. But now they, you know, when CDs were coming about, they're probably just you know shitting all over that, saying you know we're, we're CDs are going to be pissing on their format. Yeah, you know, so. or even styles and music. You know, I mean, how many like those old? You know, now they're in their fifties and sixties. They're like you're rock and roll these days. I mean, and oh yeah, Reaper yeah. and I do it all the time because we're ripping on My Bloody Valentine and all that shit <sighs> and, and how awful new it music really is. is. Well, no matter what you do, no matter what, I mean. Someone will like it and someone's going to hate it. What's the only thing that sucks is like you just pointed out. It's like, yeah, if I'm going to spend 10 bucks, it's like, why don't I just get the CD? Why the hell am I going to yeah, pay like, the same price? Well, that's what I always or damn download. Well, and that's what I would say to her. I was like, you know what? I would actually spend the 10 bucks if it was like, I spend Physical the 10 object. bucks, we'll watch it digitally tonight, and in the, that, that same transaction. Mail me the CD. The, the, yeah, they're mailing you the fucking DVD right, hard right. copy. So, like, yeah. three days later, it's like, all right, cool, we're watching The Exorcist. Yeah. You know, now I got it in my collection. Yeah. Right. I want to watch it now. I don't want to wait. And, you know, uh, and, and then it goes, vanishes in an obscurity or in some virtual world. And the other thing that pisses, the, the other way I always looked at. Downloads especially and CDs, a hint of it, definitely the mini CD. Those kind of formats was always like the perspective of like whoever was coming up with them was like, we got to get rid of clutter in our houses. Like these records are too big and they take up too much space. And then everyone's like, you know, I got to do this because I'm going to free up room in my house. Like, well, what, at what point did record collecting or, or music buying become an inconvenience? Like, I got to get rid of this shit. This fucking shit's in the way, you know? Yeah. Like, I can be like, you know, I, I got to get rid of this water bottle that I'm done drinking, throw that in the fucking garbage. This is garbage. This is clutter. But I was never looking at my records going, these goddamn things are too heavy and they're in the way. What are mini CDs coming out or fucking better yet when is downloads coming out that way I got a cool manila folder on my desktop of my computer you know and I agree with that because it's like I want something to hold but as Eric said there are people that that don't because they're not the nerds about it or whatever I think the overall consensus is a download is a good medium to have and and if you like them or whether you hate them that's on you as long as it doesn't fucking interfere with my record buying that's my biggest concern that it's gonna outdo like that's where the market's gonna gonna go and that's I think even what the guy even kind of said in that NBC video like and a lot of people are assuming that they just don't like why would you even want to buy a record like that's just clutter in your house it's kind of like well cause this or that and this you know well what is nice about some things and especially with there being an abundance of music it does uh, give you a chance to you know check things out uh, ahead of time or you know sometimes listen to it multiple times and then you start a latch on you know what you're, 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 it, was, it wasn't until I, I know there's a, there's many CDs and, or records I've bought and then it's like I, you know I got this like I don't remember it's not as good as the first time I listened to it but they yeah. listened to it two three maybe like three number of times like 
you know what? I'm really starting to love this now. You know, yeah. it, it wasn't until those multiple listens, you either got or clicked it or whatever. Digest and- yeah, it just didn't digest the same. Digital offers that because then you start to attach to uh, to it easier, and you didn't have to, you know you didn't spend that money. I mean, now. Yeah, Although if you spend the money, I'm more inclined to sit down and be like, "Fuck, I'm going to like this." Well, you are, you are. Well, no, I, I know, and that's and that's what God I've done. It. But I'm just, I'm just trying to, you know, understand the, uh, you know, the current times. Well, like better. For example, the new Tormented record. I don't even know what it's called. I, I just had to get it. I was like, I got, I got to get this record because I want to hear it. Yeah, and I hear it, and I'm like, huh. Huh. It's kind of flat. It's kind of and and I yeah, granted I say really record hard. it's a CD and I'm trying really hard and then I go back and listen to uh, Rotten Death and it's like this is not Rotten Death and if it was Rotten Death I'd be bitching because they just made the same album for the third time or whatever. There goes our tormented interview. Right. Well, no, and I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying <laughs> it's like when the digital means wasn't available the only ways of checking things out was really just buying at risk whether it be verbal recommendations or like you know what hell i'll check this out buy you know and then if it if it sucks they either just have a very large collection of stuff they don't listen to anymore or eventually when you know they take it to places that sell used stuff i mean that's that's where the used bins are come from if you think yeah. about it it's and that's people, it's, that's people cool re- it's, it's people rejecting music they didn't really like where now it's and it it's, gets there's, less, there's less use sections because everything's just checked out digitally. Well, and that's almost a. Uh, I think that and that's a really good uh, to bring that up. Um, is that's almost it's like the cycle of music because one man's junk is another man's treasure. Right, that's the way. But I'm if thinking. it's a download and you don't like it, you just delete it, and now it's just gone. So really, you're just yeah. you're just engineering what you like before you purchase more. You know, so you're, then you're really just making a more informed purchase. If a society was all just based upon whatever you had that you liked, there would really be no more discovery of anything that could have been like new to you. Just be like, because it was cheap, and I was at the record store, and you know it was used, so that was cheap, and they were just I, trying I to get rid of shot. it. And, and I didn't like it, so I gave it to my yeah, friend. Like, he loves it, or the, I the sold discovery, it. Discovery, I think, and that's the biggest thing about download that I don't like. I guess because there is a ton of there is a huge abundance of music, but let's face it. There was always a huge abundance of music. Yeah. It was just harder to not everyone had a freaking laptop or could record a freaking, you know, million dollar sounding album on their cell phone, you know, back when. You had to go to a studio and you had to have money to do so. And now that everyone can, there 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 is maybe more musicians or just just an, uh, more availability. So with that being said, it's almost like, you know, now that you have it to where everyone can just cater everything to what they like, there's no passing on. So then your your stores and stuff, say they do cease to exist, it's like you got to go and make that effort to even, even though it's at your fingertips, you got to know mindfully in your head that like, there's that band Dawnbringer that I need to type in there. It isn't just going to miraculously show up, bam. This is going to be that band, like it could at the record store. But like, I don't know, this Dawnbringer's two bucks. I'm going to buy it. Because you know? you're sitting there and you, and you start going, oh, there's something with a D, with a D, let me think, and I'll know it when I see it. Fuck, there it is. Dawnbringer. Yeah. And then all that it's going to be now is left to what some jackass on YouTube tagged as something that comes up in a search related to what you like, but has nothing to do with it. The find out way is just harder. As far as digital going a step further, staying within the music realms, but outside of records and songs, like all these days they have these, these amplifier modelers and like 
I guarantee it. Twenty years from now, nobody's going to be like you know that one digital thing that had all those amps on it. They're yeah. going to want. I want that diesel. I have a friend. He owns one of those, one of the Axe Effects or something, and I'm sure they're great for a live application. When he clicks on his diesel program and all the the zeros and ones line up to make a diesel sound and you play it, there's a difference. And maybe somebody with an untrained ear or an un nerdified ear wouldn't notice but i think that's kind of what goes on from vinyl to cd to download there's there's that certain character that people that are really into it really nerdy about it that are like live and breathe their music hopefully that's those people still keep around right at the end of the day my closing thoughts of the whole thing of it is it's a lot more fun to go to an art museum and look at the mona lisa in person than just to pull it up on your stupid fucking uh, computer screen. Of That's actually a good example. That's yeah, it's great. And so it's way more fun to bust out a, a record and put it on the player than to just be like sort through your stupid fucking cell phone and then just hear the digitized bland mess that it is. I rest my case. <laughs> Yeah.
dude, what happened? And we must redirect this question <laughs> to a very appropriate party. One of the bands that I consider to be one of the uh, reasons I kind of got into metal, Sacred Reich. What happened? <laughs> you know, in the beginning, in 1985, the a lot of people was way before that. <laughs> a lot of people kind of always, I think, t- as a little side note. You run into a lot of people that you would think that like would be really stoked about them, but just don't like Sacred Reich. Yeah, did you ever notice that? I did notice. I was surprised. Like, yeah, I, I was again. Like you said, it was an early band that I got into too. And you'd ask me, like, "Yeah, you like Sacred Reich? Who? No, or, or is it? No, I, I don't like them at all. I never like that mean? band. He, Haven't you heard Ignorance? That's a great record. What's, yeah, what, what did I not hear? Because I was again generational thing. I was yeah. around when that tape first came out, and I remember there was people, other metal friends I had that. Reich, just they were like that. They're a Nazi band. They, they, I, think oh. just, and I think it was just because they took a political side on their lyrics and such. That's, may, that's the vibe too. I always thought. Yeah, but but back like, then I had people actually telling me that they, there was a Nazi band. I was like, have you heard them? You know, because ignorance had the you know the the yeah. blind thing. Yeah, and, and that was actually the alternate cover. They reissued the. Uh, the original cover just on vinyl recently, so it's kind of cool. I haven't cool. seen it. Which happens, it's a, a drawing amongst drawings. It's kind of like SOD, how it has just a zillion just cartoon drawings, and one of the small drawings is the blindfolded dude. So that's kind of cool. But we're getting ahead of ourselves, because in 1985, their demo came out, and this song came out later into uh, their discography on an EP that will be remain nameless until we get there. But I always got psyched when I heard this song, Draining You of Life. <laughs> You know, yeah, really, yeah. How's ready that to not, fuck shit up. How's that not build energy? Yeah, like right here. Yeah. There you go. Just rip right into it. I mean, if you're not banging your head to that, what's the? I know. I was always like, fuck. I love this song. It's my I mean, favorite singer X song. I mean, you're tapping your foot, banging the I love head this to it right here. You know? I mean, right there. That's a banger. Everyone's <laughs> down there head right now. <laughs> exactly. I love how like I. I made fun of Eddie, but we're all doing it too. Like, you know, it's a really great song. I mean, it's like, why don't I just turn on the music for a second? <laughs> what? <laughs> Judging by the lyrics, though, that doesn't sound like a very political song. But no, but they, it, I mean, that was just some of the reviews. No, that was the thing. And knowing uh, Phil uh, Rudd, Rid, or what is his name? Phil Rudd or Rid? Phil Rid, I think. For right. Phil Rind, I think. I think it's Rind. Or Rind. I don't know. Phil, I don't know the anyway, uh, a friend of mine, I, I, <laughs> I fucking, man, I really, I'm really, one of the founding bands of my metal, you know, my metal well, like, collection. Like, I don't know the guy's name. You know, well, it's like Zemal Zemiel. I mean, what's the correct pronunciation? Yeah. I mean, unless you ask someone. But Phil, <laughs> yeah. his last name is actually uh, German for cow, I think. So it's kind of appropriate as he later progressed with his weight. Uh, he, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he was a male, so bull would have been more. Oh, you're yeah. right. Oh, he got me there. But uh, so really were the, I, I would think, draining you of life that sounded a little more, more like of a vampire or something. I always envisioned at least. But uh, this is, I think, where the, really the political thing came with ignorance, and hence the title, and hence a lot of the artwork, as you said, and I pointed out with the... Uh, original artwork that had if you and, and amongst the little original artwork on there there's a lot of political things that are going on i think there's like a nazi kind of scene uh it, you know honestly it's kind of really no different than like you know i, uh, I always picture like because of the blind thing and again generational thing it was very terroristic looking to me like they were 
Like uh, I love the cover when I saw I, I, it. It's yeah. great, you know, with the, with the airplane, the the, the explosion. It, the thing you know, of it is, it's not even foreboding a in a way. That's the thing I, that's cool about it. Is it? It has a darkness of its own. Being political, he's not blindfolded. It's like tape it's, over. It's his like eyes. tape. That's yeah. what I always thought it's, it's a tape. I was, like, and I always tape. as a kid, like I didn't like understand, even even know what that meant. Well, when I was in a, a way, kid, I still don't know what it means. Yeah, <laughs> like it, he's crashing it's an just American flag, yeah, or some, you know. It, but it, then I, another thing I gotta say: Are these guys controversial? Because did they see it happen? The plane is crashing into a building. Well, nine eleven. Probably not. <laughs> well, but and it's ironic that you said that because when this came out, it Just was saying. shortly after the the hostages in uh, Iran, Iran, Iraq. I can't remember. You know, in the eighties, uh, and there was I walk airplanes being hijacked. M- my father was, you know, it worked in the government anti terrorism type stuff, and uh, that when I saw this record, that's what caught my attention. I was like, fuck yeah. It just seemed like really cool. He's snoring on this one. <laughs> I was just, I was just wanting to hear ignorance. <laughs> no, that's no, I, I, I yeah, I, in a way. And so the, the political Reaper didn't get to hear himself enough. So, so the political, <laughs> the political aspect spoke to you in a way. It did, oh for sure, but not like in a good or bad way. It just, I was just like, that's that's a cool fucking cover. Well, let's take a listen to ignorance. I have another thought about the whole political thing, but I do agree with the statement that was one sentence. Like, how many times are you going to sing about Satan? You know, and how he's coming to the world and he's going to fuck up Jesus and all that stuff. It's like, okay, well, we, we've heard that thing. So yeah. I invite political things, but I also have a third further thought to it. But I think this is a definitely a way of showing what Sacred Reich did shape up Just to be. Just play the fucking no, song. No, 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 no. <laughs> this song is appropriate. I, I specifically so chose the song. I love that. No I chose the song No Believers because it is it sets a path to what Eddie would not be an interrupting prick. <laughs> went to be what Sacred Reich thus contradicted themselves later on. So here's a song, No Believers. Figure out what the fuck that means. I think it's pretty self-explanatory. Phil Rind, yeah. So heavy. Yeah. But that, that's the best line. Get up off your knees because there's no God in heaven. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, how do you not like just feel nothing out? You sit there stone cold. I don't know. I'm just not feeling. You know what? What was odd? Shitty record. About yeah. Whenever when I was a kid and I listened to this, I almost always had to listen to this and Nuclear Assault one way or the other back to back. 
like game over the plague that stuff for some reason they all kind of reminded me that same raw kind of i and i so maybe you're right with the political statement well the thing of it is you know i think the political thing kind of came from this and i don't want to really mention it too much here but their political thing in a way the is next almost, record <laughs> the next they, they, we didn't quite get that into their chron uh, their uh, discography yet of what i think is what people give a lot of stink face for but i think the thing with the political thing, though, that I kind of have a gripe with that I wanted to mention earlier is it's dated, though. Like, whatever you're bitching about at the time of that record isn't going to hold, you know, 20 years later. Mm. Yeah, but I- that was the only ever gripe. Like, with punk and stuff, too, like, Diglo abortions, you know, they got Ronald Reagan on the front and they're making fun of him. It's like, well, now we don't have that problem. Ronald Reagan's dead. You yeah, know? but the, the, the same ideals maybe you, it you doesn't can, matter. Yeah, you so, can draw parallels. So many political like, topics that are still relevant today. Yeah, you just, listen the, the comedian Bill Hicks. We, like, we don't evolve, we, we really haven't evolved much since you know. Well, because I mean, because the point I was going to make, like I love George Carlin, and I was going back in his uh, discography, and I was watching one of his older ones in the eighties. I, I really wasn't laughing that much because a lot of it was political, and he was talking about yeah, like Reagan and stuff. Is just kind of like, well, or well, know it or not, you're just kind of like, I'm past this. So like, yeah. it's just like we know what happened in history to where this is almost not even just funny now. It just kind of loses relevancy, and and that in a way is a little bit my so right. So just because you don't have the connection to it. Yeah, I just to- think topic-wise. Well, I just think it dates itself, and it might lose its. It may date validity. itself, but I mean. Uh, it, it's funny that you know you're saying that because I'm what 15, 16 years older than you, thirteen, thirteen, <laughs> and I, that doesn't bother me. Like when I go it back and listen either, yeah. to, to this, or uh, and, and maybe it's not even an age thing. It's just it, it doesn't it's bother. Not that I'm not past it or anything. It's just like it, it almost reminds me of that time, and I look it takes back you back, and, and I'm like, huh, yeah, yeah. And, yeah and, I agree. I, and I remember good, bad, and different. Well, and, that, and that's and that's cool to hear. I remember I, my first hand job. I remember, it, and, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. Of it is, I mean. I, don't, I didn't make that connection, but I don't have a problem. <laughs> Thanks with for the it. example. I don't have a problem with it, but I, I, I sometimes will think that be kind of like, and I, and and maybe mostly with the comedy, I, it kind of felt it. Music, not so much, but I, I kind of look at it. And it's almost like, eh, if I, for me, my music, I wouldn't want to touch anything political because I'm kind of like, yeah, it, it's not going to matter in ten years. But you know, but like you said, it, it could matter too. It's, it's what all you take out of it. But uh, so Sacred Reich went on then and did an EP. They re-recorded "Draining You of Life," and I think that the version of that was awesome. But Absolutely. then they started out the EP with "Surf Nicaragua," and this might be an introduction to what people kind of had a problem with it because maybe it's political, but the lyrics, in a way, are just kind of soft mark and silly. I know our place. We're all gonna go. They'll pay you to kill if you're 18 years old. I mean, you know, whatever. But let's check it out. There you go. 
Well, uh, no, the music's great. I think maybe if you like, if you, I'm, I'm singing along too. I don't give a shit. <laughs> you know, and also it could be. I well, maybe it's sophomore, like you said. It, it, it is. You know, in, maybe even back then I knew it that it was kind of borderline silly predator movie like but it was we just oh <laughs> yeah but it was like uh, but it was like maybe living in it and you know and in the household I lived in you know I mean there wasn't a day when I was a kid back in the 80s I was like fuck we're gonna get nuked we're done there's gonna I'm you know and no, it's a very uh, satire way of presenting right. it. Like, you know, like, just, you know, well, hey, you know, I know your place where you're going to go when you're 18. I get it. I get it. And I'm, I'm I don't feel it. Like, I love this album or this AP. I'm now, trying to be. this was a little, the surf was a little goofy, but. See, I never thought that. Oh, but I'm trying that. just to be, I'm trying to be right here as the opposition because a lot of people were even saying ignorance was bad. And I never understood it. Surf, surf Nicaragua. I kind of, I could almost see, but still didn't really understand, and I'm, I'm trying to, trying to analyze and see what. But with that being said, I do understand where the hatred came from. Their next album, The American Way, and I got to tell you, there is a big change going on here. Yeah, I don't know why I'm laughing at <laughs> Here's the jam. Dude, fucking Surf Nicaragua is a good record. I don't care. I know. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. But the American way? Yeah. Maybe not so much. My metal song. <laughs> you, you know, I gotta bust out the standard. You bust out the metal rule book now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you wonder though. Back then, speaking like, of someone earlier, <laughs> yeah. was it? Were they forcing the record to come out? Were they not as angry as they were? Was it a record label? Like, would, would Eric mention? It's before, just a little more friendly. Yeah, it's, and it's not this as nuts angst, like I said. When there you go, and I think realistically, it whether or not be more angst, whether or not it may be more uh, radio friendly, or maybe those both fall into the same category. I think what mostly got Sacred Reich a bad rap, and I'm probably wrong. Maybe I'm right. I don't know. Is that was their commercial record? It's an Encino Man. Yeah, it was Encino Man. Yeah, you know, like that was their big MTV debut, and maybe for a lot of people, that was probably the first time they ever heard of the band. Right. Yeah, I I don't know. I, I mean, you know, Not I, very I, likely that's yeah. And and so they kind of trickled that, down. That record then, is more polished, a little more in between. And then maybe that's just the whole because metal people probably don't really. I mean, I mean, I think metal it says it for itself. They don't really deal with a lot of political things. It's more of a punk thing. So maybe a lot of people just didn't like that. Then I don't know. Well, maybe, I mean, there maybe, is a lot that is because like, there is. I mean, there is Meg- yeah. Megadeth for sure. 
Yeah, uh, but it, it's saw, like not as uh, uh, obvious. It's a little more subtle. To yeah. where you can almost interpret it a different way. Where that is just blatantly obvious. Like, we're talking about something that's pissing us off like the American way. I mean, you know, surf Nicaragua. I know where you're going to go. I mean, it's talking about deep being, you know, in the military. It doesn't bother me. It didn't bother me. But I'm trying to, you know, again, see where the, the trickled down where even the haters came. See, I, I thought that, for me, I didn't like that record because I thought it was, yeah, it was just... It's a little bit different. I didn't. Daddy left a gift today. Like you just, I don't know. That part didn't even bother me. Just it I didn't. I mean, it wasn't bad, but it was like it doesn't turn your off as much as the uh, first two. does. But right. I mean, it has its moments, though. I mean, yeah, American it, way. Yeah, I mean, you, stuff. You, I mean, they could play the common metal person. I mean, you can't tell me you, there's no there's no rhythm or beat there. I mean, all right. Well, then maybe that wasn't the beginning. But this sure as hell was the beginning. Weakest songs on the album. I know, but <laughs> they didn't have any of these songs on their album before. Did what did. happened? <laughs> oh man! You got your lighters, fellas. See, I mean, ballads. It's become, the, you know, it's come to this. Alright, well let's just go through the album then. Well, I never listened to many interviews by these guys, but I think they would do the typical cliche line like, well we progressed as musicians, so yeah, you know, it's like it was time for a ballad. Yeah, it's like you know, we don't want to be and I guess he might get bored of doing the same stuff, but well, and, and you know, side if you really think about it, put it this way, this band would probably have been hated on no matter what direction they took. What's this? Let's they did the same stuff over. If they, if they would have tried instead of doing American Way after ignorance, if they tried to do the same thing as ignorance again, it probably wouldn't have been as good as ignorance. I couldn't imagine them doing a better album than ignorance. And everyone was like, oh, it sucks. It's not as good as ignorance. You know? Yeah. Well, and look- so and they're you know they're, they would have been hated on an attempt to continue ignorance, and they're going to be hated on changing. But a lot of bands continue and do just fine. okay records. But how many? Most of the time, everyone's in their prime in their first. So in your so in your uh, so you're pretty much saying that ignorance was their pinnacle point, and then how are they going to top that? It was their rain oh, and blood, sure. more yeah, or less. Yeah, I mean, well, and they, that's what I was going. They delivered quality, not quantity. They didn't deliver maybe a lot of albums that everyone loves, but guess what? How many years later? Everyone ignorance, ignorance. They played at MDF. Everyone circle pitting those songs. They, you know, those are those songs got you know. That's yeah. It's, well, it was it's, a great record. Yeah, well, exactly. It's, that's all they needed was one great record. They're they're on the map. Well, and again. You get mainstreamy here, but like like Slayer, all their records up to Rain and Blood were getting better and better and better. Then South of Heaven comes out. Everybody hated it because it wasn't Rain and Blood. Had they done Rain and Blood two, they'd have been like, oh, they're doing the same fucking record right, exactly. again. Yeah, they'd give no credit. That's why. That's why. And that's why I hate about critics. It's like they they. It's I mean, never happy. I guess we're not any better since we're just being the yeah. But but I mean, this I, is abrupt changes here. I mean, this is it's abrupt changes. But again, it's just like what what really could you have done? And do, you, do you, you want more of the same? Do you want more of the same? Because otherwise, now ignorance wouldn't stand as stood out as much. God damn it! Why did I get you on what happened? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that's oh, that's all good points. Let it be important that Reaper has been stumped. <laughs> <laughs> but, and that's 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 good points well, though about it. it I, yeah, I mean, I, it's no, it, it's. <laughs> but it's what, so funny. I listened all. Well, we're I, addressing what happened. I guess we're figuring out what finally figured out what I, happened. I, I happened. Listened, well, before, I before I'm pretty loose. <laughs> I've been listening. Now we're finding out. I listen to about, better at this shit. I listened to like forty some hell. 
Flowcast episodes, and I, you know, I, I they're always funny, just ripping on everything. And then <laughs> now that I sit down on this thing, like ready to rip on something, it's like I don't Ooh, know, I'm, I'm just like. Yeah, you, I'm not, I'm not the rip on it. I don't, I'm losing my, my edge here, I guess. <laughs> the thing of it is, though, to be the guy that's ripping on it, it has a fucking sack around here, that's unlike fine. you pussies. All right. Sack up. You are in a band, and that's what you're making money at, is your fucking job to ensure that you're giving me good music. That is what I expect. Well, guess what? I don't want no, I never said goodbye. I don't want that. <laughs> By you should know that. You wanted that right? well, those guys didn't know that because that was their first record, and that was their But that was their third album. They've lost it by then. No, they're getting, they're getting bigger because of their more uh, the albums you don't like. But uh, they're more they're more labeled guess. as they're they're in the mainstream pi- pipeline but did, because they strayed away from ignorance was independent a big record uh, i don't know i didn't we, we didn't i don't think our independent circle. or american way i think really in the american way was just kind of like it for and me they were just trying I, it to was like, like stay i just, there it was ignorance of surf nicaragua then it was like oh there's an american way and then then you know then there was a gap where it wasn't really falling like what the hell is this Independence album? I didn't, I didn't know about this. You know, I just wasn't paying attention. Right. <laughs> and then, there uh, you go. And, and that's, yeah, my that's point exactly. exactly. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, no, because they that, weren't making. You know, you listen to these. Like, say some band named Johnson came out and made these records. You'd be like, that, that's all right. But it's since you have such a high expectation from here in ignorance, and even for me, Surf Nicaragua, when Nicaragua, uh, Nicaragua, when. Uh, um, American Way came out out of, after that. Like like I said before, it wasn't a, like I sat there and went, "Ooh, this is awful." It was just like, eh. it just doesn't translate. Uh, and I get what you were saying. Like, yeah, when one guy got a, you know, he had a kid or he had a this or that, and his life changed. When you, as a musician, you don't like look at your body of work and like be like, you know, I was like this. I'm really gonna be throwing people a curve. Of course. Well, what the, like right. so by these standards, as you're saying, well, well they, well, they changed and they weren't feeling this. So fuck. Like, where's the country album then? And, that, and that's gonna be acceptable. I mean, it's like like I, I said, I'm not saying it's gonna be. Acceptable you made it or... as a musician. Sorry, bro, but it's up to you to fucking keep the ball running and come up with something. I mean, yeah, it's a it's a tough world to be in. I've never. Let me. I'm gonna cut you off. I, I never. Fuck. <laughs> I was never a musician, but I always did wonder, like when Neither bands Reaper, know they enough. they do know when they're gonna make a change like that. You know, like uh, they knew when they're going to American Way and such. Like you know, this is gonna be different from ignorance. You know, that's what that's what we want. That's what we're set out to do. They're consciously aware of what their action is gonna be. It's like. Why not just like come up with a different band name and just run under a different title? So because like the soldier after swallow bands already formed. Right, that's, right. You know? I know they're doing it. For, I understand. See, the thing it is, so but independent was getting with the times. That's what it was. That's what happened. Is it fucking? They were instructed to come up with a, a record that was going to sell. You know, and maybe they even wanted to sound that way because they want to whatever the fuck well, it's it was blade, but you're right I, it's, it's, I don't know how much pressure metal blade puts on bands i mean i don't i, 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 I see i see them being a little more lucrative you think so i think so. i think a lot of some of those well, actions, that, of course they're lucrative, lucrative. So, <laughs> and that's why i think they wanted to cater to it yeah that's why they're there i think there'd be more pressurable being lucrative we gotta fucking make some money motherfucker <laughs> well, less no, lucrative no maybe. I, I was gonna make the statement i think it's more or less the bands making their own direction instead of the, the label putting the pressure so the band would be more lucrative. Yeah, they're evolving as musicians. 
Right, that's what happened. It, I think it, this I, is all here. I mean, that's right. always that's always the statement here. Anytime, every every band changes, we're evolving as musicians. What do you want us to do? The same shit over and over? I uh, uh, no, but I want you to stay within the realm of shit. <laughs> you know, I mean, I think you can. I mean, as a musician, fuck. I mean, the shit that I've been writing, not that you know, mine means dick, but I mean, it's still within the ballpark. But it's still like there's a difference to it, it and but it's still the same band, and, and a lot of bands do that i mean independent that's that that is borderline alternative i think then comes american way two years later thanks jesus what where's the no believers <laughs> not believe. do that. yeah that's- i was like what the fuck i mean it's a you know now jesus or is involved. what I mean, that, yeah. that's what happened i guess yeah, what jesus happened yeah. i thought you were independent <laughs> <laughs> well, and i think the other thing the is, fuck? Is, is is i think a lot of i'm sure that happens in other genres but i know metal fans like we 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 take on the bands almost like that 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 becomes part of us and when they disappoint for lack of a better Chase word their personality yeah you're just like oh you almost feel let down like man why did you do yeah, that yeah. i when this i heard this album was coming out i really needed a fucking pick me up i needed something new i needed to fucking have my face ripped off and it's and it ends up being different not like in a way that you're like i oh, you know what i've listened to this a few times i I'm, I'm starting to like, you know, I get, actually, I get this now. It's like, ah, you know, I still don't get it. See, now, and, but there are people that do, you know? And I think they were always trying to get with the times because when you go move on to their last album, Heal, this in a way, when someone tells you about how heavy Pantera was and shit, it's like, fuck that. This was a way, like, this was in terms of the same thing as what Pantera was trying to do. But this is way heavier, <laughs> I have to say, and way more extreme. But uh, even the, even the cover implies, you know, I, like you I know, always love that cover. I mean, yeah, it's, it's kind of a cool it, cover. It cover definitely just draws you in. It's like, what but, the hell is that? I mean, what the fuck yeah, is I blue? Still it's a knee surgery. Is. But they started out with blue suit, brown shirt. What the fuck does that mean? We were talking about the, the you know, a, 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 I don't know what the hell that means. That's <laughs> good to say. I'm gonna read the lyrics. Well, here we go. White collar versus not. The Cowboys from Hell. Does it remind you of that? No, no, because that was way earlier. It was, it was way wimpier. I know. It, 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 it's, it always reminds me. It reminds me, me like something like, well, Pantera would have been like, what, Great Southern Trend Killer or something in 96. Yeah. It kind of sounds like this. Oh, I know. It's like that shit. more than it's not a film. No, I mean, it's, it, it's heavy. What I'm just saying is getting with the times. It's, yeah, yeah, it's exactly what it is. But then, and then, you know, and then you start out with that, and then you go here. Yo, what up, man? I mean, this is total 90s. You, you know I mean, this could be, give a little bit less heavy guitar. This is a Stone Temple Pilots song. Or, hey, what's that band with the guy has no tongue? What's that band? Jeremy Hawkins. Uh, Pearl Jam. This is a Pearl Jam if it wasn't so heavy. That's totally a Pearl Jam song. Listen. This riff right here. 
It's totally an alternative song if you think about it. Well, the way he went, oh, oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Matt, how awesome would it have been if, like, Ignorance Part 2 did come out back in uh, 1996? Ah. Okay, here we go with this. So now it's trying to be punk? This, this record does go all Because fucking, what, Green Day was popular at the time, so they had to top the, that, too? You know what I mean? Go, you go the really last song, or I think it was, like, Power of the Red Lord or something like that. That's, like, a pretty fast song. They got diversity, though, on their side. <laughs> See, right? Yeah. yeah listen. Put Phil Anselmo screaming. This is a Pantera song. See, they could have did the whole record like this. <laughs> that would have been pretty cool. the best for last. <laughs> but as being a child of the 90s, I remember, like, you know, everything was about, like, yelling and shit. Like, it had to be, if you were either alternative... But if you were metal, it had to be like his Pantera was out. You had Phil Anselmo doing the yelling shit, so yeah. everyone was trying to compete with that. I mean, this fucking smokes Pantera. The whole thing. <laughs> I gotta say, this is way better than Pantera. Oh, yeah. Pantera. That's why it's just like when people like. I remember when I worked. I had I fucking worked at Denny's as a cook and. uh you know, some guy saw my long hair, so he's like, you got, like, you like metal? And I, for whatever reason, he had a fucking redneck accent. They always do. And then he's like, you like metal? It's like, yeah. He's like, you like Pantera? It's like, I like heavier stuff than Pantera. He's like, dropped his fork and puked out his hash browns. He's like, you like heavier stuff? Than, what, what is heavier than Pantera? Right. <laughs> it was like... A lot. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> that I never even thought they were that heavy. You know, yeah. it's like, all right, what what is heavy about? It's not heavy at all. It's two notes and it's not heavy. I'm gonna fight you in the bathroom. This. I'm not even gonna do that. I don't even, dude. I just want to fall asleep. I'm just like, this sucks. What is heavy about this? It's more of a groove than it is. Yeah, but I was saying, people love the groove about it. I think that's mainly what they're popular for, is their, their, their groove. And their, I'm just saying, like, you know, you had all these, like, what we just heard was way well, heavier. They changed a lot, too. I mean, they went, I mean, to my knowledge, like, uh... Yeah, you tried to what's, sing, like, what's the Rob one, Halford. What's, what's and the then, one with the snake on the front of the cover? Great Southern Trend. Yeah, that one was, was, like, pretty, like, kind of fast or something, I think. I, that actually, you know, that was and one of A lot of screaming. Like, his vocals changed a lot more. They were, like, more... He, yeah. That's, that's when he really started breaking out the screams, is to my knowledge. That's what I'm saying. And then everyone was trying to compete with it. A lot of those 90s albums of these bands. But he also but, did a lot of that whispering on that record, too, that Oh, God, that's so annoying. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I fucking hate when guy. Yeah, 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 And you gotta do the breathe. I know that's gonna bite you in the ass. I don't know. Thanks for all the subliminals there, Eddie. But back to Sacred Rights in the ass. Clearly, something didn't work out for him because then they put out a live record and then he didn't hear from him. And then they came back better than ever to be at MDF. And, dude. One of the guys, they're fatter than fuck, 
and one dude's rocking a juggalo out. And like he had a fucking hatchet man hat. It's like I know what happened. He started listening to ICP. They got caught up in the nineties. They put out independent, but they weren't independent. And then they found Jesus. I mean, they got a lot of things going. What did he have on? I missed. I, <laughs> I totally say, missed what you said. He was. You gotta listen. Yeah, you take it right, dude. We're not talking about Pantera. <laughs> I, know, I know, but what did you say he had on his head? Oh, a hatchet man. The ICP dude, you know, he's like running. He's oh, got no the hatchet. Shit. That's what he's called. He's I a juggler. He's got a fucking juggler in the I band. Craig's pretty know? hip. He knows all these things. I don't know who that is. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, whatever. Reaper. But, but I, I just didn't. How didn't you know? How, how you didn't know? I, I, I know who the, I've seen the the. The uh, symbol was well, that I ICP band. That's, I didn't know that that yeah, was I, ICP. I, just or I, just, I had no idea yeah. what it was. I, dude, I paid attention to this shit because I got to host a Hellcast show. I got to rip on no, these people. No, you got to be I educated. Know what I'm yeah. If you're gonna if you're gonna talk about things, you got to be educated. <laughs> I know that's good. I'm pretty. I ignorant. just I just that's probably know. why I like the first album. Of theirs, <laughs> I, I just claim ignorance. You're ignorant. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna go to work. Maybe that's maybe ignorance. I guess that's why I'm ruining. Know what Hesherman doesn't know what Hesherman is. Doesn't he hasn't heard ICP. Oh my god. <sighs> I will say this. I mean, in MDF, uh, if you just close your eyes and just listen to the, their set, I was very pleased. Like, I haven't heard from like all the years I've been listening to them. Seeing bands. the band picture, that's the only way you're going to have been pleased. <laughs> What's that? What do you I, mean? I said closing your eyes was the only way you're going to be pleased because uh-huh. you would have saw Hatchet Man up there. You would have saw Fat Phil Rind. Well, I was, so, I was so far away that I could barely see. All I, all I saw was just a you know big round guy. But, but anyways, I, you guys I are thought, being pleased by the, guys. <laughs> I mean, regardless, though, I thought the way I they handled the set was really like well at thing. MDF. But like sound wise, all I really care about, anyways. Because uh, I don't know, big shows like that really don't do a whole lot for me because they're just so big, and you know your stage presence is so belittled. You know you're on a big, massive stage. Sometimes they're out. You know they're usually outdoors. Uh, so bands, I don't know, they're just really not don't have the same strength they do. You know, well that's the thing. Show. That's the thing. That's the prime example right there. If they're able to do it, then what the fuck happened? I mean, well, if they're able was, to sound like ignorance again, well, what the fuck happened? Well, they, no, I mean, they just, they just, I mean, anyone could do that. I mean, everyone knows they have a copy. It's just like, uh, you listen to that band Attic, that guy sounds so, you know, it just sounds like King Diamond, you know? I mean, yeah, everyone has a twin out there that can be manipulated. It's just, uh. Well, they don't. They were, they're being themselves. I mean, I. I well, they're being themselves, but what I, the only, the only thing I was going to compliment on was that after all these years, even when he did the ignorance songs, that they've, everything sounds spot on, you know, and you, you'll recognize when you go, you know, you go to a show, you're like, so many bands will disappoint you, you know, you listen to albums so many times, you hear them for the first time in a live show, you're like, man, that was disappointing. I wish I didn't see him now. It was like, uh, it just didn't sound as good. He half-asses his vocals. He can't pull it off live. I think, you know, the, I think the proof is in the pudding and, and to, justify that without just some stupid little saying is the direct proof of that is that you need to be aware you need to be aware of your roots and if it's happened time and time again that these bands can be good except prime example putting out shitty records udo quits the band they don't have them anymore they get a new singer an american dude they get with i think andy sneep as a producer first thing he did made him listen to their old records Put out a new album with a new singer, mind you, and it's great. Because they listened to their old records. They just rediscovered where they were from. They got back on track. Black Sabbath, whether you like that new record or not. The producer, Rick Rubin, fucking produced that. What did he do? He made them listen to their first album. So they put out a pretty decent 
or to a lot of people, a really good record because they rediscover themselves. Because I think what hap- what really happens is they get off track. They're trying to push forward and they're trying to sell for the man rather than be themselves. And yeah, it's a very hard game to play. Do you wonder if sometimes they lose who they are musically because they're so engulfed in that? Yeah, they need someone to bring them back down to earth. And they, what you know, the new Sabbath. And that accept record and whatever, so on and so forth, where you hear that the band went and re listened to our old stuff and rekindled itself. Yeah, it's I think that's what that. happened. It, there it, you go. When they, I read this interview, it was, it was really cool that they said, you know, we, we started coming up with riffs. We're like, we, we can't make a, another Satan record with this because we would never have written something this complicated back then. And yeah. that fucking. Uh, uh, life sentence what a, that thing that's a masterpiece and and i understand it i mean it's easy to sit here and criticize it i understand that, that there's pressures and shit you know yeah everyone's like a nirvana and pearl jam and you're trying to put out a metal record but at the same time what was becoming big at that time death metal so there's still an attraction towards extremity and there they went the opposite way i mean i would have thought it would have been much more respectable for them to at least branched out and maybe become more death i mean granted yeah it would have been like you're still trying to cater to the means but it would have been still within the confines i mean thrash is kind of a hard at least for that era it was a hard genre because death metal came out and no one gave a shit then because it's like well this is way more extreme and heavier and that's what people wanted but i don't know i just think it would have been a little more respectable where that they went the commercial route and that's what i think happened ladies and gentlemen this has been Hellcast, and if you feel that there is something that absolutely needs to be said about the vinyl hype, or, or that MP3 you figured out lack of hype, that something else happened to Sacred Reich, or maybe you think that our assessment on downloads are just full of shit, or maybe you got other thoughts, you can write me, Reaper, at Hellcast at hellsheadbangers.com via email <laughs> in my email eddie with an ie satan at hellsheadbangers.com and i am eric and just don't bother contacting me <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> so in other words fuck you <laughs> oh no i mean i'm busy doing layouts and stuff i mean i'll come out and hang on here i mean you know and talk but i mean if you have questions for him just email i'll just I'll yeah, yeah so. <laughs> exactly How did you lay that that uh, grub record out or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no one cares. Grubs. No one cares. Yeah. yeah. If you yeah, if you found another inconsistency where it's like, well, you said it was flies, but it was really fucking wasps. Or if you want midges on your next one, because we apparently have a lot of those in the write us. And for those people, Jesse, that said, what is I? But I would have wrote Eddie Satan, but I don't know what his uh, email address is. Eddie Satan with an I E E D D I E S A T A N. That's a tongue twister. At <laughs> hellsheadbangers.com maybe he did hear it and yeah and, and now he's gonna write me some shit letter like fuck you eddie <laughs> you think i can't spell <laughs> <laughs> fuck you eddie and fuck everyone else good night Let's go.
Anyway, this is the end of the perversion side. The next side is the mockery side, where I make fun of people who deserve to be made fun of. So enjoy. And stay horny.